0: little hand says it's time to rock and roll we regret to inform you your childhood has expired I also know, on man. to travis's defense i don't know if he's drunk hey guys here's a super fun fact about me from just the other day so i was getting ready for work and i was already running really behind okay i was feeling a shit ton of anxiety And then my wife was working on stuff for her business. So she was feeling a ton of anxiety and she was snapping like crazy, which pisses me off. But I did what she asked and I left her alone, which, uh, bothered her (laughs) because we're all insane. You know what I mean? And I mean people in general, but anyway, so I go out there because, uh, we're all adults here, uh. I was gonna ask her, before I knew she was so cranky, if she could just jerk me off real quick before I go to work, because I was feeling quite a large amount of anxiety. So uh, I opened the door, and immediately get hit with a harsh, don't talk to me, I'm in the middle of something, ah! And uh, she was very cranky and angry, so I just shut the door. Then I went and got dressed, and then before I left, I was like, you know what? I have to go jerk off real quick. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because I'm fucking stressed uh, it had nothing to do with sexual feelings. It literally was just, I need something to relieve this anxiety I'm feeling and jitteriness. So I'm like, I'm gonna go jerk off real quick in the bathroom. So I went in the bathroom. Okay. Now I may or may not allegedly, uh, have videos of my wife that she has sent me in the past. Um, that, uh, you know, when I need to relieve myself, I, um, We'll look at these videos that I am quite fond of. Uh, But here's the thing. She was being a twat. So while I was watching the videos, I zoomed it a little bit so you couldn't really see her face. (laughs) So (laughs) So I still pleasured myself to my wife my beautiful, gorgeous wife, but uh, only to her body because she didn't deserve for me to look at her face with the behavior she was displaying. Anyway, guys, enjoy the fucking show. Now I think you've answered the question. Why did you turn away from Christ? Give me some water. I'm thirsty. Bitch, you're beautiful. but of course this is another lie from satan hey guys and welcome to episode 89 of it's funny you'd say that podcast we should be well over 90 by now but you know travy He's been sick. Okay, listen, I finally, finally feel better. It took fucking two weeks, at least. I think the last episode I did, I was starting to get sick. I'm still a little, a little stuffy, just a scotia stuff, okay? Like, if I were a stuffed animal, I'd be a pretty big stuffed animal, actually, so that doesn't make sense. Um... So just a little stuffy, a little nose runny, not a big deal. The cough isn't there. Now, I was supposed to record last week. Uh, If I would have fucking tried to sit here and talk to you guys for even 10 fucking minutes, the amount of coughing that I would have done would have been so aggravating that like during the time that uh, I was sick, one day I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym this morning. I'm feeling a little better. I think it'll be okay. Uh... I come out of my apartment, my parking space is straight ahead from my door. So I walk right to my fucking truck. I get in my truck, start my truck. Now, I haven't had a coughing fit yet in the morning, okay, at least this morning. And uh, I'm in my truck, and it's cold outside, you know, winter. And um, I just take a couple breaths in, and I just hack For fucking like three minutes straight to the point where I shut my truck off, went back inside and went back to bed. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, But yeah, no, I feel I feel better now. I feel so much better. It was terrible. I felt like crap before my son's birthday. Then we had my son's birthday and we'll get to that. And then after my son's birthday, I don't know if someone else got me sick again. Or maybe God was just like, we'll dabble a little bit of you're okay for one day. Celebrate your child. He's still a beautiful, innocent soul in your life. Um, and then uh, the next day, though, you're going to be fucked. So it was it was pretty, pretty fucking shitty for a few weeks. Um, my son had it bad again, too. But my son's feeling good now. We're all feeling good. Now, speaking of myself, first of all, uh, it snowed today. Okay. First time it snowed so far uh, during this winter uh, down where I live. Uh, it's not snowing right now. In fact, uh, there was a little bit of drizzle, a little bit of rain that was coming down when I walked outside. But we went and got a Christmas tree. Um, never the experience that we want it to be because my son's not interested. the The pandemic fucked up my son going outside. It fucking sucks. He was loving going outside. He was loving doing shit all the time. Then the pandemic happened and he got tired of going to the park we go to and we stayed inside for a while and now he's a fucking homebody who never wants to fucking go do anything but then we'll go do stuff and eventually he'll be okay with it but um yeah i just it it sucks but uh i wanted to record earlier but my wife had plans to stay with my mom just like she had plans with my mom yesterday just like she had plans with my mom last week oh i'm just i just never have any time um so, anyway, sorry. You know, it's been so long since I've done a podcast. I almost forget how. Um, you talk, stupid. Um, where was I? Where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah, okay. So, it snowed I wanted to do it earlier, but I didn't. But there's still snow on my truck. There's snow on other vehicles around me. It's very nice. We have that nice Christmas tree I just said. Uh, we have lights up. Oh, man, it feels very Christmassy. And Travis happy about that. It makes me very fucking happy okay that's crucial for me because we all know that I crave happiness and I can never find it unless it's a few different things anyway so my son's birthday um my parents mistook what time they were supposed to be there so I took my son so my mom or uh so my wife could finish setting up the party without my son interrupting it and uh also so she could get ready without being interrupted i took him to pick up the eight fucking pizzas that cost me a hundred dollars um by the way we had i gave away two and a half pizzas and then i think two pizzas were eaten i didn't need to spend a hundred fucking dollars on pizza i was so angry but it's fine it's fine my wife made a fucking amazing setup of uh for my son's birthday it was a popcorn theme and she oh, I mean she went above and beyond it looked so good she made these cupcakes that uh they had marshmallows on top but she like cut them with a knife and made them look like popcorn and then put them on top of the cupcake she she did such a good fucking job on his birth that's one of the fucking things i love about her is she's so good at these things she's creative. She puts effort into this stuff. It's, it's great. Uh, and if, if it were up to me, we would just, him and I would sit at home and he'd run around the apartment. Uh, so it's a really good thing. Mom's here. Um, anyway, uh, so my parents showed up early. I was already cranky. Okay. I had to call my wife. I parked. Okay. When I pulled in, my parents were getting out of their vehicle, weren't even waiting Even though I had called them and told them, they have to wait. They have to wait because Tori is getting ready. And uh, didn't listen, obviously, because why would my dad listen? Um, Because, you know, he seems to think he knows best, (laughs) even though he doesn't. Um, So they were getting out, parked, and they walked over to my truck. I literally locked all my doors so they could not open them. I call my wife and I'm like, hey, my parents are outside my fucking truck right now. Uh, are you almost ready or what? She's like, Ugh. I'm like, I know she's like, give me a couple minutes. And I'm like, okay. So then I just sit here and I don't let them fucking in my truck. Uh, and then I roll down the window so they can say hi to my son. But, uh, so I was already aggravated. Um, while inside, uh, I can't remember what like caused the fucking issue except that I was already fucking annoyed because I had just swept a certain area my dad made a fucking mess immediately there was like shit in a blanket that he had um like leaves and shit from being outside or something that he put down the blanket and it went all over the floor so I'm standing in the kitchen not looking at them and I said something that made my dad get in my face, okay? Like I'm a fucking five-year-old still. Now, triggered me immediately from when I was a kid, you know? And my dad would get in my face and scream at me or then slap me. So, you know, I go into fucking fight mode uh, when when he does that. And it was like things went into slow motion to where I, I stopped myself From shoving him very fucking hard. Uh, I told him, you get out of my fucking face or I'm going to hit you. And uh, he said he had no problem being hit. And then I said he'd just fall to the ground like a little bitch. Because he would have. And I'm not trying to be a tough guy. It's not fun to sit here and fucking do this shit with your dad. But what he... this is The reason I'm bringing this up is because it's the whole thing of what's wrong with my parents' generation uh maybe it'll be wrong with my generation when my son's a fucking adult except i don't sit there and scream in his fucking face and hit him and fucking all this shit uh for literally no fucking reason all the time um the amount of times i was smacked as a kid for absolutely no fucking reason except a made up one that my fucking dad made up himself of why i should be smacked because i'm being disrespectful or something even though i'm an autistic kid who doesn't get recognized as autistic Oh, I have fucking, you know, what? you know, what's really fucked up. Uh, my parents have never acknowledged my autism still. They still have not. They sit here while my son is having a sensory overload or he's upset about something or he does something. And they both go, oh, that's Travis. Oh, I know that face. Oh, I know that attitude. That's Travis. And it's like, yeah, you fucking idiots. That's the autism. That's the sensory overload. That is the fucking stemming that you're noticing. That is just, oh my God, it fucking drives me nuts. So anyway, so I get no acknowledgement for my autism, right? I was just a bad fucking kid. My mom has told my wife that I was either really bad or really good. There was no in between. It's like, oh, okay. So I was either good at coping with a situation or I was having an overload and didn't know how to handle it. Uh, And I don't blame my parents For not knowing I was autistic. But I fucking hold a really big grudge to them now. For still denying that I have fucking autism. Even though my dad later said that he thinks he has autism. But they won't acknowledge my autism. But he tried to claim he had autism. And he could help my son. He's... For some reason my dad seems to think I keep my son away from them. Which makes no fucking sense. Because my dad literally never tries to see my kid. He just pouts like a fucking adult baby up at his fucking house. Um, But anyway, so then he sat there and pouted through the entire uh, birthday party. Didn't talk to anyone. He didn't eat. Didn't do anything. Just sat on his phone like a fucking child. And then uh, my mom came into the kitchen where I was standing and she goes, you need to apologize to your dad. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Why? She's like, because you were kind of rude. And I'm like, if this were his house he'd be able to talk to me that way. You guys are in mine. So no. And he's like, I think you heard his feelings. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about his feelings. You know what fucking bothers me? Tori's parents did this same shit to her, and she just cut them off, okay? What the fuck is it with older generations treating you like shit when you were a kid? They legitimately, I'm not saying they always treated you like shit. My mom was a really sweet mom, but she would also make comments about, she would talk poorly about my dad saying the worst shit about him. And then when I acted up, she would go, you're just like your father. Now, do you not realize that that goes together? That those two puzzle pieces? So you're basically saying that about me is what you're saying. Um, Parents of that generation... If any of you are listening, listen closely, okay? Your kids don't owe you shit. You're the one who had them. They didn't have a choice to be brought in the world. You chose to bring them, okay? You could have put them up for adoption. They don't just... We don't just owe you motherfuckers something because you kept us alive, okay? Because I learned nothing from my, I learned one thing. How to change a tire. That is the only thing I was taught. My parents never taught me to cook. They said they didn't trust me near the stove. My parents never taught me about financials. I only saw the really bad parts and really negative parts. Uh, this fucking lady just drove by with a fucking flashlight. I guess trying to find an address. And just flashed it right in my eyes. Which you can imagine infuriates me anyway I don't even know where the fuck I was at um but anyway parents like uh like when when Tori's mom and stepdad were sitting there and they kept using the word retarded around my autistic son and Tori has told them they don't like it or that we don't like it and She didn't even say, I don't... Please don't say that. Instead, I've told you this before. Then, you know, there was a big argument because they brought up the fact that Tori doesn't like it. And then they started the argument and then fucking it blew up huge. Um, But the whole point is... It's ironic. If you talk to your parents as an adult now... Or treat them as an adult now... How you were talked to or treated as a child... So if you treat or talk to your parents while you're an adult the way they treated you when you were a child, you are an asshole and you have to apologize. But the parents are never willing to accept how they treated you when you were a child. Do you know I've never gotten an apology from my dad from when... I was watching an episode of WWE Raw. It was either Raw or SmackDown. I don't remember. But I was watching it. And Stephanie McMahon was singing the national anthem. But she was doing it in a really annoying way on purpose. Just to be a heel. To mock to mock it. She acts like she sounds great and all this shit. You know what I mean? Um, but that was the point. So then I mimicked that. You know? being in eighth fucking grade i mimicked actually it was 2001 i was either in eighth grade or fucking close to a freshman i don't know i think eighth grade the whole point is i mimicked it which made my dad come from the living room burst into our bedroom and straight up slap me across the fucking face because he said i was making fun of the uh you know the anthem um I was making fun of her. He had no context to that. But his first instinct as a parent. Was to slam open the door. And smack me in the face as hard as he could. Which left me. On the ground. Crying. So you know. There's my childhood. Most of it. Was getting smacked in the face all the time. For just about fucking anything. So you know. When I talk to my parents or my dad uh, and I fucking talk down to him, you know, the way I... was. Okay, my fucking dad has called me a loser, has said I was lazy, has fucking... My mom has fucking called me uh, fucking my dad, who she has called a loser and lazy and all this shit. Um, They have a better relationship now, but they did not when I was growing up. They were fucking horrendous for each other. My dad never hit my mom as far as I could tell. No, 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 just take it out on your kids it's cool um i'll never apologize to my parents again about anything I uh, just won't. i just won't i fucking i don't see the point i have such an issue that like why aren't we resp- like i'm a better parent than both my parents were i'm not saying they were the worst parents my dad wasn't a good dad but he wasn't the worst dad He was, I have some, I have a few that I can remember. Like I can count on one hand the times I've enjoyed my dad's company. Okay. Now that's not my fucking fault. And I don't see why it's my job to fucking repair something like that. It's unrepairable actually, because I don't like, that's just how my brain works. It's just like, no, 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 that's cool. I don't care anymore. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, People my age, especially after they have kids, um, realize things and they see things of how, how it was when they were a kid and how they don't want to do these things. Um, like Tori talks all the time about how it's unfair, like how the parent, like that her dad died when she was young and the fucking parents that she had, um, you know, the Two stepdads and fucking mom. Um, <laughs> I tell her all the time. I was like, you I was like, you have to realize that there's generational trauma that we have to break. Like that shit happened to us. So we could not do it to our son. So we could make sure that hopefully he doesn't do it when he's a parent. It's just very frustrating to, uh, to me uh, how... We don't get the respect that we deserve uh, for not being pieces of shit. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's really great um, to get off that topic. Since I brought up wrestling, do you know what bothers me? Um, not enough to like throw a fit about it. Like if someone says wrestling's fake, I just I don't really. I'm just like no, no shit. Um, but it annoys me when people say wrestling's fake. Okay. Literally every show you watch on fucking TV is fake. It's all scripted, okay? None of that shit's real. Movies, none of it's real. But you know that. That's fine. It's all scripted. In fact, wrestling is more realistic than the movies and TV shows you're watching. Because, yes, it is scripted. But they're still allowed some freedom. So in the moment, you get stuff. But you get all aspects of fucking, like, emotions Like, just the the whole fucking pyramid of emotions you're getting. And they're putting their bodies on the line. Because, like, the ring, it's not a trampoline like some people think it is. There are springs under it, but then it's literally plywood and a small, thin pad. So these fucking people are slamming and hitting and everything on a fucking, on basically wood with a small pad. A actual wrestling mat for amateur wrestling is thicker than the mat they use on pro wrestling rings. So anyway. Well, what bothers me about them saying that it's fake is, um, like that, I guess people don't really understand my love or why I love it. Like maybe they just think that, oh, he just loves pro wrestling. Here's the thing. It's not about pro wrestling, like in general. Okay. It's about the feeling, uh, that I get when I watch it. Uh, I don't get it every time I watch it, but it's, it's the feeling I get. As a kid, I would watch wrestling on TV and I would feel something. And that feeling is called happiness. Okay. Now I'd play the video games. I still play the video games. I fucking love the video games. And it was always really fun because the thing about the video games is all your heroes. When you're little, they're right there at your fingertips. Now think about that. Like say you idolize someone, but you, and you want to see them do something you want to be able to like control them and get them to do something but you can't but they but then they put a put them on a fucking video game and then you play the video game and it's like triple h is my favorite wrestler of all time okay say i wanted to make triple h do a frog splash now the people who don't know wrestling you don't understand what i'm talking about if you don't know who triple h is you don't understand who i'm talking about then it doesn't matter he doesn't do a fucking frog splash say he i wanted him to do a fucking frog splash i'm a little kid And I just want to see my hero jump off the top rope because he never goes up there. Well, I have a video game right in front of me that allows me to do that. Okay. It allows me to make this big 275 pound motherfucker jump off the top rope. It's very fun. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. There was also this aspect that I love creating things on there. I love creating wrestlers and arenas and a couple of the games you can create moves uh, by piecing little things together, it was very cool. Um, so I spent a lot of time creating stuff on there, not even necessarily just like wrestling matches, just like creating arenas and everything. So it was like I found a creative outlet, whether anyone cared about what I was doing or not i I cared about it, and um it was always really satisfying to me uh, when I would play these, and I could spend hours creating something just and you might think well that you really wasted your fucking time and it's like yeah but i place the value on my time you don't place the value on my time so how the fuck do you know that i just wasted time doing this just because i did something you wouldn't like doing i like doing it it gives me a feeling of happiness and satisfaction when i get to do something i enjoy and while i play it gives me that certain feeling i always felt when i was a kid where it was just like, I'm, I have something to look forward to. And I, I feel just like how fun it is. Well, when I was 18, and I was I knew that I was going to get sentenced to jail, okay? We were in the process of figuring out what that was going to look like. And like I said, like I've told you, the deal I was going to take was three months in, or two and a half months in work release, or three months in jail and a felony, because well, I you know, have a felony, um, or... If I didn't accept that deal, they were going to try to give me a year and a day, which is prison. Now, again, trying to give me prison for stealing candy uh, because they wanted to teach me a fucking lesson. And I couldn't decide at 18 if I wanted to live that lesson or kill myself, which, as you know, because you've listened to the podcast, I attempted twice. So and it didn't happen. Um, Well, while I was really depressed, it's like my brain immediately reverted back to pro wrestling. Um, and I think it's because I wanted to feel that happiness and feel like a kid and not worry about things like that. I fucking was going to be going to jail. Um, so I went and bought some DVDs for some events that happened that year that I, you know, had never seen before, whatever. And then, um, that's cool. Lady just walked by my truck. And went and bought some old games and some new games, and uh, there was one wrestling game. I don't know which year it came out, but it was it must have been that year's video or wrestling like WWE game. Um, well, I that was the one I played the most. Okay, and while I was playing it, uh, I just remember that I was I was depressed as fuck, thinking about ending my fucking life, and everything seemed extremely bleak. And when I was around my friends, I faked being happy. And I would go home and I would shut my bedroom door, sit on my bed. And I had a portable DVD player, okay, that I would put DVDs of either The Office or DVDs of Rob and Big. I don't know if you remember that show, but Rob Deardick and Big Black. um, I had all three seasons on DVD. And uh, yeah, I'm old, apparently. Um, I would watch those. And uh, I would set them up. Right next to me while I was uh, playing this wrestling game. Sorry, there's a lot of shit going on around me right now uh, with vehicles. And I'm getting so fucking distracted while trying to talk about something kind of positive, you know. Um, anyway, I just remember playing this game. And I always specifically remember Kurt Angle doing his entrance, coming out with the big gold world championship belt on and it just I don't know what it was it just it took me out of this feeling of life is over and brought me back to when I was a kid and I was happy and I didn't have to worry about bills and shit and um you know so when so when people call it fake cool that's that's fine I don't really care about that but like this thing you're calling fake could have been the thing that was saving my life the whole time. So, I mean, that's something to think about when you, when you basically insult things people are interested in or, like, think they're dumb or silly. You can think that. That's fine. But, like, don't put people down for the things they like. Because, um, like I said, I still play the games now and I still watch the pay-per-views. And if there's a really good match and I get lost in it, I'm a little fucking kid on the ground... Crisscross applesauce, watching just happiness, getting sucked into the drama that, that these people are creating for you. Um, you know, because it's, it makes me forget about that. You know, I'm fucking depressed and life is is exhausting, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's just always something I fucking think about. And, uh, it was always something that makes me really fucking happy. You know what I mean? We know I love Christmas. Travi loves Christmas. But what's really weird, okay, about the lady singing Santa Baby, it's not just that she's acting like a real fucking hussy in that song. But in the same fucking song, in Santa Baby, if <laughs> she asks for a fucking yacht, okay, then claims it's really not a lot, so her standards obviously are really fucking high. Or at least I thought it was. Because right after that in the song, she asks for a fucking duplex. Is this a duplex just to keep this bitch humble? Like does she fuck on the side for money? And she needs a duplex because on one side she's going to fuck in it. And she doesn't want anyone to technically know that she lives there. You know what I mean? I'm just fucking confused. Why don't you just fuck on the yacht? You know, you live there and you can fuck on it. Just get paid. I don't know. Also, just skip the fucking duplex. You know what I mean? Ask Santa for security. They could stand outside your yacht and make sure no one's going to get on your fucking boat, you know, and then you could just give the duplex to some needy fucking families, you know, like Santa would like to do in the first place. Okay. Um, Because, you know, those needy fucking families need a fucking place to live. Okay, but then you have to be fucking greedy and be an asshole and ask Santa for all this shit. I mean, like, who needs a duplex and also a yacht? I mean, just because you want more shit, what do you, Oh, my God. Also, which tax bracket are you going to live in? You got to choose because people who are in a fucking duplex are not the same people who are in a fucking yacht. Those are very different tax brackets and you need to figure out which one you're going to stay in because you don't get to bounce back and forth okay oh yeah i forgot she also wants a diamond ring okay is that to fucking pawn when you can't make rent money when you realize that santa is eventually going to realize That you just use him for his fucking magical giving powers. And I'm sick of this fucking lady, all right? Give me the fucking yacht so we can go out in the middle of the ocean. And then I can dump you the fuck off, okay? Because I believe in Santa. Santa's my friend. I believe in him so much. I'll take the fucking yacht, okay? I will take the fucking yacht. Also, I may have talked about this before. I'm not sure. Said that every podcast. Do you know the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside? I was a Defender. I was a defender of this song. I felt that it was just getting a bad rap. I was like, you know what? This is just old school, back and forth, little banter. Just some like cute banter, you know what I mean? Like she's being playful and so is he, you know? Um, (laughs) But now listening to it, I feel like I'm this dude's lawyer. And I'm like, hey man, shut your fucking mouth, okay? Okay, just shut your fucking mouth. There's a lot of people who heard you say some really horrible things in the song and we need to get them back on our side. Okay. So then they'll listen to the fucking song and it's like, like, Oh, it's not that bad. It's really not that fucking bad. And, uh, she says something along the lines of, and I don't know if this is just the version I listened to because my wife didn't remember this when I told her about it, but she goes, you're really pushy, you know, something like that. And he goes, I just I'm just an opportunist. Hey man, why would you put your fucking foot in your mouth like that, okay? You're going straight to jail for sexual crimes. He literally like I I've I've listened to the song and I'm like this isn't that bad. Like it really isn't. I know you can paint the narrative that he's getting her drunk and forcing her to stay, but he's really not, okay? Until I hear the part where he goes, no, I'm just an opportunist. It's like, oh shit, dude, you are just kidding. This is like you watched a whole movie and you were rooting for the guy and you're like, there's no way he did this. And by the end of the fucking movie, hey man, you recorded yourself doing it. And then they play it for the court and you're like, oh no. They had me. I was rooting for this guy. I wanted him to get out of this fucking false accusation from this fucking bitch over here. Only to realize that, hey, she's no bitch at all. She's a victim. He's the bitch. This dude, this opportunist, is just like, well, I got you inside. It's snowy outside. Let's fuck. I don't want to. Oh, here's some booze. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm on the other side, guys. You pushed me over to the left. And now I'm on their side for the song. Just the song, though. Okay, not everything. But just this song. You're a piece of shit, dude. And you should be going to fucking jail for sex crimes. <sighs> um. What else was I to talk about? I felt I had more, but maybe I just, I don't remember. Um, I don't know. <sighs> anyway, guys, I guess I'll go. I enjoyed this. <sighs> I should have prepared a little better, so maybe it was a little smoother for you guys. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, oh, you know what? You know what I did the other day? I emailed a coworker who doesn't work at my facility. This woman who has a fucking cool name, and I emailed her. Never spoken to her before. I didn't say good morning or anything. I just fucking emailed her and I said, "Hey, quick question: Is that your real name? Because that's rad as hell." And uh, she wrote me back and seemed annoyed she was very nice and then i wrote her back and i was like i was told that apparently this was probably very rude i apologize lol and she was like Yes, a bit rude and all this she's like maybe start off with good morning next time and so i'm like oh i don't actually like you (laughs) like not like like what am i 12 but i mean like i'm just like oh you're a bummer like i don't actually like maybe it's my autistic brain but it's a fucking work email i'm not trying to court you bitch I just fucking wanted to know if that was your real fucking name on the guy. Cause it was on the walking app we're doing. And I just, I just wanted to know if that was her real name. And apparently you're not supposed to fucking email people without saying hello, uh, first. And, uh, so ever since that point, I just kept picturing because of the year we live in that she's going to say I harassed her. So I'm sitting here like, um, I literally have emails that I was just, you know, being my autistic self and i'm going to get fucking told that i was harassing someone and then i realize i'm painting this whole fucking narrative in my head and i'm um, like that's not even the fucking case and i'm just making something up so do you want to hear one last thing that's really funny my wife was doing tarot reads uh at this little thing she was at and she told me about this she was doing one for a lady and she kept saying to put one foot in front of the other and sh- you know she said it multiple times to let it really sink in only to realize That when the woman stood up, she had one leg. Let that sink in, guys. My wife told this lady multiple times, just put one foot in front of the other. And then this fucking lady stood up and had one fucking leg. That's what we're going to end on. Appreciate you being here, guys. Uh, So, you know, hey, one last thing to say. You know what it is. I know it's been three weeks since you've had a podcast, but you know what it is. Preach all the preach. You just got saved by the bell, bitch.